0: the pod game and welcome back to a brand new edition of the Podman. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And happy 2023, Podman. How's it going so far this year? We're we're a couple of weeks into the new year. And uh, we have no plan whatsoever. None.
1: Nope. None. The, uh, the, our plan to hit 200 episodes in 2022. Uh, yeah, the
0: road to 200 was a bust. Yeah. Huh. How, yeah. How many? Where are we at? What episode is this? I think like 187, maybe. Something like that. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we missed big time. Um. <laughs> so I think if we set a new goal for the road to 200 by the end of this year, I think we could make it. One a yeah, month, probably. One a yeah. we, average. One a month. Now there we you can go. Do better. I think we can do better than that. I know PMR <laughs> wants to do one a week, but uh, you know we, we all,
1: what, PMR's been the one that's been kind of dragging.
0: PMR been, been, dragging. <laughs> Look, <PMR's> been <laughs> busy. He had a busy. migraine the other day. Hey, Trips to Nashville. Yeah, I'm New Year's there. Eve.
2: <laughs> all over the place.
0: I mean, he's very busy. I'm just, I'm. (laughs) I feel, I feel like uh, he really stumped us by uh, saying, you know, not tonight. I've got a headache. Sorry, multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. Sorry. Sorry. So, oh well. well. All right. So, once a month is should be our goal here, PMR. Let's not get overly eager.
2: Okay. And, uh, you know, that works for me.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, and we w- would be remiss to say that uh, uh, we, we're missing Alex again. Where is Alex on this very special day?
2: I would I would say he's out uh, celebrating his birthday today because today is his 22nd birthday. So.
0: Wow. 22nd birthday. The youngest um, pod getting old and replaceable. Well, what about pod boy? Well, that's why I say that he's that he's a Pod Man, but he's replaceable. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: Where well, is, uh, yeah, where is Pod Boy at?
1: I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> he's around.
2: He's around. You know where t- it's a. It's 930. Do you
0: know where you're Brian just sequesters <laughs> himself in the nerdatorium, and it's kind of like one of those uh, panic rooms. He just locks himself in there. He doesn't have to hear the screams and the dog barking and things like that.
1: Oh, well, be prepared. The dog's going to lose it here in a minute. Tamra hadn't made it home yet, so oh, boy. when, uh, when oh, she boy. gets here, it's going to be, you know,
0: All right. Katie bar the door. So just be prepared. Well, hey, so, yes. So So, so let's wish uh, Podman Alex a happy birthday and maybe one day uh, in our road to 200 in 2023. Maybe he will join us. Um, Guys, it's been a while. I mean, we have no plan here, as we talked about. Uh, There's so much news that has come and gone. I don't know if there's a whole lot really to talk about other than Uh, uh, some celebrity shocks here.
1: Yeah, we there's yeah, very little that wouldn't wouldn't be too stale. Like uh but yeah, but some breaking stuff today. We had uh this this is not good uh for uh, for fans of Rick and Morty, but uh <laughs> Justin Royland was arrested uh and charged earlier today with domestic violence. Yeah. So for criminal domestic battery, false imprisonment according to a criminal complaint. Uh, and it goes back to May 2020 in California. So uh hopefully this doesn't kill Rick and Morty.
0: Although it might. Although it might or give them new material. Mm-hmm. That
2: last season, that last that last month wasn't exactly like, you know, great.
0: So So he
1: had was
2: to he, take
0: a, he had to take his anger out on somebody, I guess.
1: Yeah, his frustration. Yeah. Well, it was 2022, right? So he was stuck whoever he was <laughs> Whoever he was stuck at home with.
3: <laughs> oh, I feel like, sorry for uh, him.
2: Our thoughts and prayers. We got on well. his last nerve. That's pretty much it. Yeah,
1: could it be false imprisonment in, tw- in May 2020 when we're in lockdown? Yeah, that's kind of, we're all that way, we're, I think. Yeah. yeah, we're all imprisoned. Yeah. And, and in retrospect, yeah. falsely, some yeah. might say. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: dr fauci <laughs> dr fauci what do you have to say about that <laughs> uh yeah so hopefully that will uh they uh we've got whatever we've got uh, nine more seasons of rick and morty to get through so hopefully that will uh that will happen hopefully it's dan hartman uh, dan Hartman, didn't he have some trouble not too too long ago Dan Harmon's just slowly going insane. Oh, Have you okay. seen
1: the stuff he keeps posting on Twitter and Instagram no, at all? No. He's apparently bought the house next door and he's fitting it with all these like camera rigs and surveillance cameras and, and he's gutted the house and like for whatever reason it's like all this cinematography stuff inside the house
0: hmm, where he can he just like
1: go live and and like he's constant he can be videotaping himself. Uh, you know, twenty four seven. But he's got like a you know one of the uh, the uh, camera rigs, like the that's like on the train track, right? Kind of. He has it like going through his den wow. and stuff.
0: It's bizarre. Like uh, uh, maybe uh, he's, maybe he's going to be writing, producing the updated Silver Spoons. Hey, hey <laughs> on the train track, or he could have a drone camera flying around. He could, yeah, mm. a drone ring camera.
1: That yeah. thing was cool.
0: You didn't like that PMR.
2: Yeah, it was really cool. It just needed a face. Uh,
1: that's yeah. the number. I think that's is... one of Asimov's rules of robotics, right? You know, uh, they can't be programmed to kill a human. They can't, you know, that, They must have a face. They must have, they a, face. Must have a face. A friendly right? face.
2: Exactly.
1: But yeah, yeah you know, put.
2: George Lucas kind of fucked it up for everybody because, you know, he made R2D2, and now nothing has a face.
0: Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah. So. PMR is coming on strong with some accusations here. Man, just calls it like I see. Well, now I mean, Hal didn't have a face, though. Hal, was he really a robot? robot? He wasn't really no, a robot, though. Computer, You're right. Yeah. Okay, that's a difference.
2: You're right. Uh, we gotta get into the robot android debate again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw a computer in there as well. People <laughs> love it.
1: People, the fans love the, the android robot debate.
2: Uh, the great geek you know, debates.
0: Remember those?
2: Champions robotic.
0: Back in the day, alien, android superhero. superhero. Yeah,
2: that
0: yeah. no, crash was a good one. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what else we had? Other bad news. Uh, Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner. The, again, this God. is old news, uh, but he's uh, the fanboys rejoicing. I mean, when we first heard about his snowplow or snowblower incident, everybody kind of wrote him off. I think is like, wow, this does not sound good. He's been airlifted. He's in critical condition. A couple of days later, Whoa. he looks like he's beat up, but doing fine. Uh, well, and then when they released, I, I, at first I thought this is a typo. They're getting
1: news out so quick. Somebody's made some sort of type out, a typo because they said the snowplow that ran him over right. weighs not 1,400 pounds, 14,000 pounds. <laughs> it's a one and a half ton snowplow that ran over the man. How is how is he
0: not just paced a, a red mist? Why is I just not flat with tread marks on him? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't. So
2: yeah, more power but, to you it. Know, like. You know, I've been reading stuff like today. I read something that they may have to amputate his leg, but they're, they're oh, really, that. yeah. Um, there's a, a big fear that it was too much damage done to his leg and they're going to amputate it. So he's definitely not out of the woods yet.
1: No, no, that's crazy though. Like, uh, and I guess it was, it was it was his kid, on it. Oh, uh, was it? I I, I it think they're a, being I really know. hush hush. But early on, they said that it was a family member, and he went, and the family member got it stuck, ah. and he went to help get it unstuck. And when he was trying to get the thing, it, it engaged when he wasn't uh, in the in the the thing that rolled right. over him. Wow. But you, you haven't heard that since, like, the very first day or right, so. Right. So, you know, if it, if it was, like, his kid that did it, maybe they're wanting to, like, downplay that as much as absolutely possible so it doesn't completely screw the kid up. But, right. yeah, that was the, the, early, the early reports was, like, the, the first full day afterwards, that was the stuff they were saying. So, I don't know. All I know
2: is, uh, his sister said today that he was crushing all the, mm. the doctor's uh, therapies sessions he got to be a better life. way to say that yeah that wasn't a good choice of words on there but mm, okay
1: well like the old tobias fuke <laughs>
0: nothing wrong with that <laughs> uh i blew well, myself <laughs> <laughs> blew myself <laughs> well thoughts and prayers go out to jeremy renner of course uh, um what else is going on <laughs> is that about well, it
2: oh uh, well breaking news tonight oh. lisa, elvis's daughter lisa maria presley uh Went to, was rushed to the hospital for cardiac arrest today. She wasn't breathing. They got her back, and she didn't stay long because she died. So, wow! So she is dead at the very, very young age of fifty-four. Mm. Just a baby,
0: a <laughs> mere baby. Oh, those fifty-four-year-olds! Well, you gotta—that's when you really have to start watching it. It's when you turn fifty-four, from what I hear. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Well, thoughts and prayers I'll out get, to I'll the Elvis there. family.
2: There. Yeah, you know, they've had some tragedy in their lifetime. He died 40 years ago, and then today.
0: Yeah, so. that's <laughs> tough. <talk. laughs> <laughs> right. The, uh, the, right, Elvis right. Curse, <laughs> the Elvis curse, <laughs> the curse. <laughs> continues. <laughs> just like the <laughs> the Hogan's Heroes curse. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> wow, well, we are out of shape i mean i'm not weird, talking weird. like just physically out of shape but <laughs> podcast elite out of shape i think well uh, these are some dead stories these
3: uh, are
2: <laughs> what do you mean dead oh well, you know what let's talk Thomas's about so, his <laughs> daughter just died that's huge that is huge uh she was married to michael jackson she yeah. was married to nick cage she was married to some other guy. Yeah, a couple of other dudes, and she has a daughter that's an actress. Yeah, I mean that's that's something, right? That's right. Not I, I thought the, I thought the uh, picture froze there. <laughs> yeah, <that's
0: laughs> now, I was out. I was going to mention that we'll have news. Or something to talk about here in the next month or so, or, or a couple of weeks or month or whatever, uh, with the Flash trailer, and then that got me thinking Ant Man trailer. We can talk about Ant Man trailer. Yeah, talk about Ant-Man that for trailer? a good thirty minutes. At least <laughs> we can stretch that some bitch
1: out. At least we uh, you've got the uh, today debuted uh, Velma. Oh, on, uh, I've not HBO watched that. Max, yet. Which people are hating? Poor Mindy K. Isn't
2: there, is not Scooby? Scooby doos not in it, is he?
0: correct
1: no they can't use scooby-doo because the adult um humor <laughs> and i use air quotes around the humor. <laughs> adult and <laughs>
2: humor what, what, what
1: is it? hbo max uh but this is this is my favorite quote um from uh, entertainment weekly like this isn't from like you know joe Blow's blog. this is yeah. this is the review from entertainment weekly the guy said it's a prequel that recasts diversely, reorients sexually, and over backstories generally. It should be fun, but it's a self-aware slog. Everyone talks like a TV writer who only knows other TV writers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I'm just going to watch it just to... Uh, I don't watch it I'll is.
0: give the first episode a look.
1: So, yeah, we've got that. That, that actually launched today on mm-hmm. HBO Max. Yeah. The uh, um, Rob Lee, did you guys see this thing I said about Rob Leefield? Yeah, what was that all about? And so PMR will will chime in later on, I guess, because he's been listening to that podcast. But but um, Rob Leefield set the record straight Mm. that he was not, in fact, raped by a pride of lions while walking through the Sahara naked.
0: Now, (laughs) so uh, hopefully, most our listeners. Do know who Rob Liefeld is, but Rob Liefeld was a big time artist in the 90s, uh, drew lots of pockets on the X-Men, gave people lots of guns and little feet. Uh, That's kind of what he's known for, right? Right. Uh, And and so what is this? Uh, Did someone accuse him of getting raped by lions? Well, it's his own quote. But yeah, and and, and Rob Liefeld also was like the
1: heartthrob comic artist in the 90s that had his own Levi's commercial. Yeah, that's
2: right. It was a
1: Levi's commercial, and and, and, yeah, terrible, terrible artist, god awful artist.
2: You know what? You know what? Don't lie. Do not lie. You know, you and everybody else. He's all criticizing them. Y'all used to love him back in the early when he first
3: started. I mean, it was. I mean,
2: late late eighties, early nineties.
0: Yes, but when when, Jim Lee was hot, and him, and
2: well, Mark Silvestri, whatever. Well, they all, you know, they all tore apart and formed image. But Lee, Liefeld, Leefield, <laughs> yeah, you know, he was he was actually the and I guess because I read a lot of X Men back then, he was the one that I mean he came before Jim Lee. He got popular before Jim Lee. I would go on the record and say he got popular before Todd McFarland did on oh. Spider Man.
0: Wow.
1: Because um, his big claim to fame back then was Shatterstar, oh. right?
0: <laughs> Who? <laughs>
2: Rob Leafield didn't he so him No, he created... I mean, his big claim to fame well, was Deadpool. I yeah, mean, he Deadpool, created yes. Deadpool,
0: right. But,
1: but, but if you're looking for, like, yeah. the Leafield style uh, arc, it, well, it was... was
2: cable. I would, the Cable sums up the Leafield. I mean, he created Cable. I mean, and Cable had all the big pouches, he had the big gun, he had the... You know, the receding Teeny line, tiny feet! I mean,
0: and little bitty know, feet carrying it off.
2: And, but, I mean... It just kills me. I mean, the dude like rose to the the fame, and everybody loved him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody shit on him. But I will say, well, but, uh, but I will say that when he went into like Heroes Reborn, and came back to Marvel to work in '96, got paid. What I learned, he got paid three million dollars to do that. Wow. So Marvel paid him and Jim Lee each three million dollars to come back, and he was to do. He says he was only contracted to do 6. I believe he was contracted to do 12. But No,
1: yeah, he was a full 12. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is he kept getting, the Captain America book kept getting later and later, and they finally pulled him off of it. But, like, but, the quality, like, like you, you've got that famous cover where uh, his yeah. chest comes out a good 8, eight <laughs> to 12 inches under his uh, chin, like a this, shelf.
2: The quality was just, Terrible. Well, I mean, it's, it's because he was on a monthly book
1: again, right? And he and he, he couldn't get the stuff out in time, so he was just throwing shit at a wall. And then people started like hating it. And I yeah. think once that cover hit, Marvel started like sending him stuff back and rejecting pages. And then it, that's when it was like it all. It, so by issue issue six, he was off the book. Wow. Right. You know?
2: you know what kills me? I mean, and you'd have to listen to his podcast. It's it's actually a very interesting podcast, especially if you're in the. Comic books, and you were, you know, in the '90s, in his heyday and Image's heyday. But I just remembered. You remember what he did after he got fired from? Uh, I don't know if he got fired or whatever from the Captain America. What he did with those pages that he had already done?
1: Oh, yeah, he, he, he released him as Fighting American.
2: Right. He didn't. Uh, he didn't create it. He went to the widow of the guy <laughs> who created Fighting America and asked for the rights and bought the rights to him. Then he just repurposed. Captain America.
0: He kind of reskinned them, right? Penciling, yeah, <laughs> the
2: pencilers, and he inked them to look like this new character. Even this new character had a sidekick, just like Captain America did in in that Heroes Are Born stuff. It, it was absolutely bizarre what he did in that. But yeah. We cares.
0: bringing it back. Yeah. yeah, so get us back to the Sahara yeah. Desert or wherever. So yeah, this is his quote. Apparently he was quoted as saying to
1: someone he could have been raped by a pride of lions. Ah. And that became he did get ra- raped by a pride of lions. So on his That's podcast, fun. apparently he went on a tirade earlier this week and this is the quote. I could have been raped by a pride of lions, you know, in the Serengeti while I was walking naked. It could have happened, but it didn't. Because it because it didn't, okay? Like, he's having to clarify <laughs> that he was not. He's having to go way out of his way to clarify that he was not fucked by a lion.
0: I think he's protesting too much here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I, I want to get the lion's, uh, lions yeah, take exactly. on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, notice we don't have that. Uh, well, yes, good. Well, I'm glad please he's please. clarified that a little bit. And, and, just, and PMR, do you, you want to plug his podcast here to maybe give him a few more listeners?
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. It's a good podcast. Uh, Rob Observations is the name of it. Rob Observations. Uh, yeah, apparently he's been doing it for a couple of years
0: now, and uh, <laughs> I
2: don't. It's
0: as long pretty, as us. Uh,
2: not how many, as long as how our. many listeners does he
0: have? I wonder. Uh, oh
2: my god, he's probably got you know, Twelve, 20. 14. Yeah, 20, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to listen to about comic books in the nineties?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 54-year-old men, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who needs to watch their heart, cholesterol. Um, uh, what <laughs> what else is going on? We got Rob Liefeld. Um, what's going on in the uh, the D.C. world? I guess uh, James Gunn and Pete Safran, or whatever his name is, they're supposed to release their plan pretty soon. Have yeah, we, we're supposed to be getting their plan. Have we even talked um, about uh, the the life and death of uh henry cavill already did we already do, do that but
1: i don't think we did but yeah, we remember, the, yeah the rocks well i mean that's it's just interesting the uh the rock is is basically shot himself in the foot so you went from you know uh, all of this seven years of trying to get black adam made <laughs> he finally gets it made he has this horrible take on the character right he doesn't want anything to do with Shazam even though his production company is the production company for the Shazam movie for whatever reason he feels like that's a slight to him he's the only person right. that should be on his level is uh, you know uh, Superman. Superman right he apparently went behind the scenes set up all of this stuff um, behind Walter Hamada's back to bring Henry Cavill back in right and Pissed everybody and their brothers off, and then the movie bombed. (laughs) And so now, the rocks out. Like he's not getting there. They're not making another Black Adam movie. That it's done. That universe he was trying to create is completely you know scuttled. And Henry Cavill's been thrown out with the bathwater. Yeah. So well,
2: you know what? And I'm so sick. I'm so sick of hearing people. You know, fire James Gunn. You know, saves Henry Cavill. You know, everybody was sick of the uh, Zack Snyder stuff. Back, I mean, everybody bitched about it, bitched about, bitched about it. And now you would think, you know, we're trying to get rid of you know, we're trying to save Kevin Feige. I mean, you know, it's just, it was horrible shit. And he needs to be gone. Henry Cavill needs to be gone. They need to start it fresh, start it from the beginning again. And I anybody can do it, it's James Gunn. James uh-huh. Gunn will be able to to get this universe back on track that it needs. I mean, we've already had this, you know, the Henry Cavill stuff, Superman. It's done and gone. You yep. know, let's, you know, you enjoy what we had. I didn't. It sucked. But Men of still best best superhero well, movie come around. Now Batman, the new thing. Batman, Superman sucked. JLA sucked. I mean, it all sucked.
1: Now the new thing that I keep getting hit up for is um, there's petitions uh, wanting DC to uh, license the Snyderverse to Netflix. I
2: saw for, that. The, for Netflix people, to continue
1: the Snyderverse.
2: <laughs> and <then people> just <laughs> nerds. Well, well, I mean, well, yeah, that's why people hate nerds. Because yep. they're all a bunch of fucking...
0: You know... Just a pain bunch of, the pain, they're pain in the asses, nerds pain are.
2: Pain in the fucking asses. Just, just be happy that we're getting stuff. We're going to be getting a new, right? you know, revamped and, super, uh, DC universe. Let's, let's just go with it. Let's enjoy what we got.
1: Well, and I think what we're going to, we're going to get the full court press because he keeps teasing stuff. Like he's teased what he's doing. What James Gunn is doing is he's teasing the stuff he's reading. So, like, he'll show, he'll take a photo and it'll be his coffee table and he's got Dark Knight Returns on his coffee table, right? right. Or he's got, um, uh, Middleman. Batman, yeah. Batman Beyond, right? So, uh, so we're getting, they're teasing, they the only thing they really said is they want a younger Superman, right? Um, but it seems like we're going to quickly get into that, that deeper cut uh, of, of DC. Instead of, which we always said, like, it's like, why do we have to always start with an origin story? Like, everybody knows Batman's origin. If you don't, there's there's five different movies that cover it for you. Right. Like, jump, right. start with year two. Right? Start with year two. And that's basically what they did with this last Batman movie, right? So, uh, but it seems like we may be getting quickly into other aspects uh, like Metal Men or like... Uh, Uh, Legion of Superheroes, Batman Beyond, uh, those type of properties that are really it's the Silver Age stuff. Like DC has not really touched on the Silver Age stuff. They went they go from the, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And then they jump to the then they try and jump to the stuff from like the 90s. But there's a lot of stuff from the '60s, '70s, and '80s. A lot of characters that were huge in that time period that DC doesn't do anything with. And honestly, those are the characters that Marvel has built the MCU on. Is those yeah. stories and those characters. So you know, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, you know, uh, like those type of characters um, that they don't have to be tethered to all this other stuff. They don't have to be Batman. They don't have to be Batman Family to have a good movie.
2: Right. Uh, so, look at what James Gunn did with Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that wasn't even, you know, the true Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic books. He, <laughs> he actually just took a hodgepodge of characters, you know, third tier characters from Marvel, threw them together in a group, and and look, look at what he did. I mean, well, he took not, the, he's going to do the same thing with the. He's going to do the same thing with DC. He's going to. He that. took the
1: Annihilation story arc. Uh, and and use those characters because that's where they really said, you know, Star Lord, Drax, Gamora, you know, as as uh, Rocket and and Groot. So you know, he took those as because uh, that was a popular story right about the time huh. he was he was. Yeah, he uh, took
2: a bunch of, but there was a bunch of. They weren't all together as the group Guardians of the Galaxy. They were all in that annihilation, and there was along with about. You know, 10 other cosmic characters.
1: Yeah, Moon Dragon, yeah. Cosmo was in it, Nova, yeah. and uh, Adam Warlock.
2: So, yeah, so he actually did, he took a bunch of them and, and uh, I mean, he picked out from that bunch and pulled this together. And I think that's what he's going to do at DC. And it's going to be a, a, a stronger thing than Zack Snyder ever mm-hmm. did. Henry Zack Snyder, Calvary. he started off wrong. He, what he tried to do. Was they were just coming out of the Dark Knight Returns and the you know that gritty realistic you know DC universe of um, what is it Nolan Yeah,
1: yeah. Christopher Nolan. Nolan
2: What's that face and, and he tried and he tried to do it and he just he tried to keep it in that tone and it just didn't work. Marvel was doing going back to a more lighter tone and that's what works and that's what really works for Superman anyway. You you can't you can't have a dark and gritty Superman not not to start off with. I didn't get that. Could you
3: try again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let's start know. over. PMR. Yeah, do not do not <laughs> start over. Your GPS was hanging with you, but she missed some of the finer points
2: of what you were saying. Oh uh, man. So anyway, that's uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad Zack Snyder's gone. It's time to move <coughs> on. So.
0: Uh, yeah, so we'll yeah. see what happens there. I enjoyed all of uh, all the Snyder stuff. Um, and it's, it's unfortunate. I think everybody liked Wonder Woman and Batman. People finally came to love Ben Affleck as Batman for the most part. And Henry Cavill. So everybody likes those actors. But now it's like, well, yeah, that was 10 years. <laughs> It was like ten years ago. You can't start something yeah, fresh you, with these old farts. So you, you yeah. got to have something new, no matter if people love them or not. It's like yeah, it's just what you got to do.
1: Which leaves you know Henry Cavill up for uh, potentially double oh seven. Did you guys see the uh, the thing I posted on uh,
0: the Instagram page? I heard it from one of our our fans. My wife told oh. me about it. Yeah. What did she say? Uh, she said that oh, I saw that. Uh, the new the Hemsworth guy is the uh, new James Bond. And she was going to make a joke about which one's the ugly one or something like that. But I don't think she well, she, did.
1: that's my joke. So you didn't see the post. Uh,
0: so no, no, let's see.
1: George Lazenby know? was quoted. George <laughs> Lazenby was quoted earlier this week that um, uh, he wants he endorses Liam Hemsworth to be the new 007. So I posted okay. on our Facebook feed, or on our, I'm sorry, on our Instagram, you know, breaking news, Ugliest Bond endorses Ugliest Hemsworth for 007.
2: So. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. I don't like, think he was the ugliest Bond. Who, <laughs> t- all right. Well, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. Timothy Dalton is, uh, have you seen George Lazenby? Well, I mean, lately, but George Lazenby back in the day, I mean. Was better looking than Tim, Timothy Dalton when he took over his bond. I don't know. I don't think so.
0: I see your oh, Mo- I see your Modoc post co- I see your Modoc post there. I'm gonna It has one like. You know what? I'm going to give it another right now.
1: Thank you. you Thank go. you for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we got. To, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. The Gimsworth thing only has two likes, including mine, and my wife didn't yeah. even like it. She saw yeah, it. What
3: the hell? She read it. She didn't even she, like it. She read it.
0: She read it. Stole the joke. Was going she to make a like joke. It. Of, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's going <laughs> to be some more. Uh, yeah. There's going to be a, some talking to when I get off the podcast here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well. But
2: yeah. That was right. Another
0: little little tidbit.
1: <laughs> Something interesting. I also found.
2: You know what you should do? Put on the uh, on the. Uh, Instagram account, put on there about who's the uglier uh, James Bond. Who do you think?
0: Yeah, well, she was making a joke about the uglier Hemsworth. She thought the, you meant the the youngest one. The little one. No, he's not the youngest. I think he's the oldest. Oh, is he the little one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: A little, little fella. Little fella. Okay.
2: That uh, was like a new cartoon, Little Hemsworth. <laughs> I'm surprised they
1: don't a little, bit, that. a little bit full circle with our image talk from earlier. Uh, right. the, uh, and I posted this again on the Instagram feed, but, uh, <laughs> I was looking through books, pricing stuff, and, um, I got a spawn number one and Peter Porker, the spectacular spider ham mm. and Peter Porker, the spectacular spider man is like an $80 book now. Wow. Holy shit. He's <laughs> oh, wow. like 20 of them. Spawn. <laughs> number one is worth 30 bucks. So think about that. The world we live in now that spawn number one, a hugely sought after book in the nineties. Right. Is worth less than half the first appearance of Spider Ham.
2: People love Spider Ham.
1: That's gotta be a real kick in the nuts for Todd McFarlane. (laughs) Yeah, put that on
0: observations.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Here's a good
0: one for you, Leafield. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah. so i thought that was interesting <clears throat> what else we got other than the, the ant-man trailer any other news
2: uh, i like the ant-man trailer i thought it was kind of i mean
0: I, I have to admit i mean they kind they make kane look pretty cool i thought <laughs> actually i did like kane i thought kane looked cool and the uh, the the mask uh, is kind of a neat little thing to where now they can, you know, he's a comic accurate with a blue face, but it's really just part of his helmet or whatever type stuff that, of course, yeah. recedes back and all that kind of stuff. But
1: yeah, I thought that was cool. What about uh, the the first appearance the the revelation of Modok? Then there's two two appearances of Modok in the trailer. Yeah, I have saw you guys that. seen? Yeah, PMR, have you seen it?
2: Uh, one without a face, yeah. I mean, one
1: with the face and one in the shadows. Yeah. Well, well one, well, yeah, one's the, yeah, with the helmet down, the visor down. Um, and that's what we saw, like that I posted a while back where it's like, is he an Android? Right. He's not an Android. That's, that's like a protective a helmet thing. Uh, but, uh, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize Corey Stoll, yellow jacket is playing Modoc.
2: Yeah. You know, it, it, it kept being announced that he was coming back, but they never said what role he was playing. So we, we knew he was coming back. We just, we just figured he was going to come back and he was back, you know, in the uh, quantum realm, but apparently he is in the quantum realm. He's going to be MODOK. So I don't know. Have you
1: seen the photos of him without, with, uh, as MODOK with his
0: face, you know, where you can see the
2: face
1: reveal,
0: just revealed. a big face.
2: Well, yeah, he's just got that big old face.
0: Mm-hmm. A little, little strange looking. A Little strange looking, but I mean that's Modok, right?
1: That is Modok, but it does seem very like uh, just like they superimposed the face <laughs> there, right. like they didn't, they didn't do any sort of like smoothing or try to merge the CGI right. out of the face. It's like you know they 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 basically cut clutch cargoed his face onto <laughs> the uh, the CGI. It's it's it's. I'm sure that's not the way it'll look when the movie releases. But in the trailer it's it's kinda jarring when you realize what what's happening in the background. So but uh, yeah. What uh, what else do you think about the trailer, Pimore? Other than it's it busy. busy. Just yeah, just it's
2: just busy. I mean it's like, you know it's like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. I don't know. Just I'm sure it'll be fine. Sure. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine when it comes out, but
0: I'm, I'm a little disappointed
2: greatest, you're not
3: it didn't,
2: you're not it just, excited just really, about it. Yeah, just there was no moment in the trailer that I was like, oh, wow. Except, you know, I think the best, well, you said it best, Brad, that Kang looked the best, was cool looking. I think that, yeah, that's that cool. moment at the end where he, you know, throws out bolts from his hand right. or whatever and has an anger look on his face. Uh, you yeah, know, that was the coolest part of the trailer. The rest of the trailer was like, meh. It was a meh. Moment. Wow, okay.
0: Did not get you excited, even though it uh, shows that you know uh, Scott's in, in jeopardy here. Maybe it's, they kill him off and let uh, the kid yeah, take they're over. Not gonna, and
2: they're not going to kill Paul Rudd off. I don't think. Paul how Arquino can you kill then? Paul Rudd off? Well, how
1: do you paralyze
2: him? Hmm? You real, you let a uh, a snowplow run a snowplow <laughs> right. That's my.
1: That's what I was getting at. Like, how do you? Uh, the rumor was that that you know he either dies or he's paralyzed, and so Cassie has to take over, right, and become stature. But uh, yeah, with with the news of of uh, Jeremy Renner, how do you how do you make another MCU character mm. paralyzed?
0: Yeah,
2: that's yeah. tough. I think what hey, what I mean I think he'll lose his powers, or I think he'll just you know give up the superhero life or something. I just don't. I just don't see them killing Paul Rudd. Yeah. Lovable. He's too lovable. lovable scamp that he is. Too lovable. You know? Yeah, you know.
1: Okay. Uh, there was something later this week, or, or late this week, they announced that uh, apparently David uh, Dasmalchian oh, yep. is, is returning for Ant-Man 3, but he's not playing the character he's been in the last two movies. Because, you know, he was one of the... Uh, uh, the ex-cons that worked at, at uh, Scott's, you know, firm, he's playing some other character. Which, I mean, this guy, like, I don't know how this guy gets all the work he gets, but he's all him. over the place. Yeah, he, he played, uh, you know, he played uh, uh, the Polka Dot Man, right. but then he also played the um, the inmate that uh, helped Joker during his plan to try and kill um, Gordon. In In the Dark Dark Knight Rise, or the Dark Knight. He played Abracadabra on CW's Flash. Like, he's all over the place with uh, DC and Marvel. So, yeah. Now, this will be his second part in the Marvel Universe, and he's had three parts in the DC Universe.
2: Yeah, but I'm sure it's like some multiverse bullshit. I think he's going to be a multiverse guy. Yeah, yeah, because.
3: I think they'll just say he's a different character.
2: well, if he was playing a different character in another Marvel movie, then I'd think, okay, but I mean it's the same Ant-Man and he, he was a major part of the last two Ant-Man. So, right, yeah. It's it, it would be kind of weird for him just to show up as, you know, oh, this is Bob Right. Now, you know.
1: No, he could still he could be voicing a CGI character yeah. though.
2: Yeah.
0: He
1: could I, be voicing Bodoc.
2: Then that doesn't count.
0: I don't I don't no? count, Brian.
1: You know, right? not acting.
0: What did that's you think? Reading. Yeah, that's just reading. Uh, what did you think about the trailer, Brian? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, uh, the I, they explained more,
1: I think, because a lot of people had the same question I did. Because well, you know, in the last trailer, um, Kang keeps saying, like I can give you more time, I can give you more time. And in this trailer, he's basically like, "You lost time. I can give you that time back." Right. So, so basically, the the time where he missed Cassie growing up. So that uh, that's a little bit more, you okay. know, fleshed yeah. out. It makes more sense uh, than because otherwise, it's like, what is he like terminally ill or something? Like maybe the other, the other logic didn't seem to pan out, or at least based off what we know, the um, it seems. Uh, it's I'm worried there's going to be two. It's going to be the office season eight. You know, I'm worried it's going to be, well, Janet's got to have her, her stuff. Right. And, and Hank's got to have his stuff. And then, and then hope has got to have her stuff. And Cassie's got to have her stuff. You know, and you know, and it's going to be like, Jesus Christ, can we not just get back onto the story? Like, you know, so it's, because they're all going into the quantum realm together. <laughs> right, so, right. You know, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like it, I would rather this more be more... I, I think what I feel like... Uh, the, uh, watching the trailer, it kind of gave me the... Uh, it made me reminiscent of uh, Flash Gordon. You know, the uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Sam...
0: Uh, oh, oh, man. man. R- no, R- not Richardson. Richard? I don't know. Sam... No, oh my god! But uh, um,
1: yeah, yeah, the uh, Max von Sydow, C- uh, C- main merciless, right?
0: You know, Timothy Dalton, uh, uh yeah. um, the pirate the, guy, the yeah. Green Forest guy, mm-hmm. yeah, the ugly um,
2: James Bond,
0: the ugliest James Bond. That's how we got to start. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to go. Uh,
1: that's that's kind of the the gist. I kind of felt like in this trailer, which school cool and all. But at the same time, Brian Blessed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at the same time, it's like I want to see Scott and Hope like navigating this wild, you know, this wild dimension. Not necessarily. OK, well, now what's well, we got to check in on Jan. We got to check in on Hank. We right. check, you know, it's like, come on. Like, I would rather it just be the two or three of them
0: and leave Janet and Hank, you know, Yeah. In, uh, at home. So. And Just leave their asses at home. Leave those old asses at home. No one wants to see that. Uh, you know, the, uh, the other thing that, uh, you know, will be interesting to see if this movie changes, <laughs> changes things in a little bit of the MCU as far as special effects go, uh, because it looks like it's going to be extremely special effects, green screen driven. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have we've we felt a lot of uh, problems with that in the past with uh, Love and Thunder and Doctor Strange 2 and all that stuff to where it's like, OK, it's just it's getting, uh, you know, kind of the same thing as uh, the Star Wars prequels where everything's in front of a green screen and it just looks fake and it doesn't seem like they're putting that much effort into it. That's what it appears like, right?
1: Yeah, at some point, it's just an animated movie. They don't want to call it an animated movie, but it's just an animated movie. Right. You know, at some point, it's Song of the South or, (laughs) or, you know, uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
0: Going back way back. (laughs) I
1: mean, it's Pete's Dragon at some point. like it's, It's an animated movie. It's like, knobs and broomsticks all over yeah, again. Bob Hoskins, <laughs> Bob Hoskins standing in the foreground. You know, it's, it's right. just, you know, uh, uh, Ant Man instead of uh, Bob Hoskins. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, it, it, it's weird with the way Hollywood feels about It's like they don't feel like animation is cinema, but then everything we get movie wise for the past 20 <laughs> years has been CGI. Yeah. So it's like, well, which is it? it you know, I yeah. don't know it's frustrating yeah that's why uh, it's that's a concern because it's like at least with the marvel universe you care about the characters right the big problem with the the prequels is yeah all the characters were like watching paint dry right so you didn't give a shit about the characters and they tell you right off the bat they're in a galaxy far far away so it's meaningless to you
0: right as,
1: as a, a, a a terran you know like so,
2: yeah. Uh, oh, that reminds me. I, I did watch uh, Andor finally. Oh, I, how was that? I, I still haven't watched it. It was all right. Okay. Here's here's what's missing on Andor, Brian. Did you watch it? I watched like, the first four episodes. And I have not finished it. It's it's a great. It's got a good story because it kind of lays the foundation of how the the rebels began, and you know. How it all kind of started, kind of lays the foundation for that, but all the characters are so drab. He's so drab. Everybody is just, you don't have no, you don't have a Han Solo. You don't have
1: have a Han Solo. (laughs) You gotta have have
2: a Han Solo. You gotta have a Han Solo or a Fonzie. I mean, and you don't have that. It's just, it's just so dry. It's just hard to get through. I mean, whew, but... But the part that's interesting though, I mean they could have cut it down to about five episodes or four episodes really, but the part that's interesting is to see them laying the groundwork to the story that the characters just Just not that.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyway.
1: It's interesting. You gotta have one Han Solo, but you can't have two. No.
2: No, you can't have two. That, that's called tango and cash, and we know how that works. You know.
1: That's what I was about to say. That's the exact example I was about to. Give. You, you can't have a tango and a cash. You, you, no. you can have one Han, and then you got to you got to have uh, Han's got to be the, pointing out all the absurdity of what you're seeing. Yep. You know, Han's got to be the cool guy that doesn't believe in, the- in in space yep. wizards, right? You know. Yep.
2: You gotta have that. You gotta have the Han Solo. You gotta have the. You gotta have go the cool guy. You gotta have the guy that comes in and saves the day and the kick ass. If I worked in
1: Hollywood, like just as a, as a, as a script, you know, a, a script guy, that that'd be my no one question: <laughs> Who's the Han? Exactly. It's you like know, you know, I've looked through thing. this.
2: He should have had a a funny best friend. He should have had a, a wacky best friend that's a, a, that's a you know, whoop whoop whoop, and he comes in and save Perfect. the day, and you know, but no. <laughs>
0: Named Curly. Um, speaking Malky. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, this is a real diatribe. Uh, I don't, I don't know what episode. I did see something or another about uh, impractical jokers. Uh, you know, the, one of the impract- the four impractical jokers. One of the guys left, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever, and they've been having kind of replacement people guest running on the show. Uh, they had Alf on the show. Hey, did, you, did you guys hear about this? Alf was an impractical joker for an episode. I don't know if it's airing or not. The,
2: the puppet? Yes, Alf? yes. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> they said hit. that the you guy that's the puppeteer
1: hit. for Alf was like a pain in the ass, like because <laughs> he he wanted he wanted them to treat Alf as if he was one of the the actors right. of the show. Like so, if they would try to address him, he'd be like, uh, he would act like he couldn't understand him, or like like like. Right. He wouldn't, we wouldn't respond unless they were talking
0: to Al. you got to talk to the Al. Pop it first.
2: You, you know you're about to be canceled if your last season has got Al in a, a it.
0: I figured since we mentioned Balky, we would be talking about Al wow. here.
2: I mean, uh, the writing is on the wall with these guys. Hey,
0: you know, uh, Deneen, he, speaking of animated uh, movies, uh, you may
2: see Avatar 2. I did. Actually that I did movie. as
0: well. You did? Oh wow. <laughs> Both of you.
2: Wow. actually you know what? I talked shit about Avatar and uh, I actually enjoyed the movie. I mean I hate to say it because oh. I talked so much shit about it, but I enjoyed it. I this liked is it.
0: this is a new PMR in twenty twenty three, Brian. I
2: guess so. Uh, it is uh, a new
0: PMR. It's a
2: uh, uh, I, I saw it like
1: as it. well. It it's I have a Damn. I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> wow, this is tough I enjoyed the them. movie, right? But uh, like, I it, like. I don't feel like I don't. If they don't make a third one, I don't care. Like if, like, I'm not invested in this universe on any level, right? The it, there's lots of stuff that's like there's pr- lots of script problems with this movie. You, there's you lots. know what was
2: you know what was missing. Han a, Han Solo? Han Solo. a Han Solo? Really? It didn't have a Han Solo.
1: They didn't have a Han.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> they didn't really have Han Solo. You got to have huh. Han Solo. have Han Solo. It's memorable. I, yeah. I liked it. I, I didn't think it was that. I, I enjoyed it. I'm like you. I mean, if they didn't make another one, it's not like I'm going to be crying. But of course, they're going to. They're going to make another one. I enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to. Uh, I mean, I I, I didn't re- really remember much about the first one. Kind of got dragged to see this one, and I was like, "Ah, this ain't too bad. Well, uh, here's some of my gripes. They spent how much
1: of the movie putting Stephen Lang back in play? You know, like, Stephen Lang was not... He was okay in the first movie, but it wasn't like, you know, this is, you know, a a De Niro-level performance. This isn't, (laughs) you know, he he wasn't putting... He wasn't putting in Godfather type work into that role, so it's like, why did we have to spend so much money, so much into this movie, putting him back in play?
2: Hey. My finally- question, my question was, why were they so adamant about getting this guy back? You know, it was like, uh,
1: yeah, that that's the biggest plot hole <laughs> of all, right? Because they were like, they were going after Jake Sully because because they were basically attacking the uh, the uh, camps that were trying to get the. Now it's not unobtanium. I nope. guess I guess he took the note that 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 was completely asinine. So now <laughs> the MacGuffin is not unobtainium. No, <laughs> it? it's it's something. <laughs> oh, okay. It's something else. But uh, but yeah. So like the, they're attacking the you know they're, they're basically like guerrilla warfare <clears throat> against the corporation and like the the Earth camps and everything. But and so that's why they bring Scott uh, um, Stephen Lang back. I forget what his name is. Yeah. But it's like, why did you sink billions of dollars into like bringing him back as a as a navi? Don't you? He got killed. He got, like, he lost. Like, like, why are you giving this guy a second chance at
0: it? Because he fought him before? Is that kind of why, even though it made no I, I sense? I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. I
2: guess, but he fought well, him and lost, lost him before. Right, right. I think it was more or less a nostalgic thing. Like, you know, so people could remember this guy. I don't fucking know. Well, now, you're, know Brian,
0: Brian's talking about before. in the movie, why did they bring him back? Right?
2: yeah why would, uh, why would why would
1: earth br- like spend all these you know billions of dollars to clone and, and dump him into a an avatar body and then fly him back it took 10 years they, they, to bring him back to uh, um, Pandora to try to take out Jake Sully and and then like they're just going after Jake Sully and his tribe in the clouds. And Jake Sully's argument is well they're going to keep coming after us but they're they're after me they're after me so I'm just going to leave. And so he leaves and sure enough they stop they stop attacking that, that huh. Na'vi tribe. Uh, like I guess that Na'vi tribe just stopped you know a- attacking the uh, the human encampment or whatever. And like they just start they spend all their resources chasing him across the ocean now. And it's like the the like. Why would you think if why would you think they would stop the the humans would stop coming after this 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 tribe just to keep chasing Jake Sully across the ocean? It was weird. And then he shows up at this other tribe, and they're like, "No." You... So his logic is, "I'm putting my people in danger. I've got to leave. Let me go find another tribe that I can put in danger." Cause sure enough, yeah. the new tribe finds out, or he finds out <laughs> that he's with this ocean
0: tribe, he's and so he
1: just start killing them.
0: He's the worst navi ever.
1: It's so bizarre. Like, the, there's uh, no. uh, then you've got the whole. Did you hear this thing about um, people keep calling them space whales, and he gets and, and James Cameron gets mad. <laughs> <no>. he doing? <laughs> he doesn't want you calling them space whales. Uh, I don't forget <laughs> what they're actually called, but yeah, they're, they're space whales. And what and what they want is they want their like uh, cerebral fluid. That's the new MacGuffin is ah. they want these whales cerebral fluid. Okay. Because it stops aging. Ah. If you can if you can get it. But Ugh. this is weird too. They're like they they, they they send these like aircraft these hovercraft boats after these whales They they have to go through all of these things because the whales are like armor plated. It's like they're half whale, half tortoise sort of thing. They have to go through all this stuff to kill this whale. Then they have to go in the whale and drill through. It's like you know uh, the the roof of its mouth, like that. that, The pan to get the the, the cerebral fluid, and they go through. So they go through all this stuff, showing what they're doing. And they're like, he pulls it out and he goes, you see that right, right there? That's about $20 million. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This this movie's got to be set 100 or 200 years in the future. Right. Right? Like, <laughs> the they flew across space to get to this planet to hunt this whale to get that cerebral fluid and they for only 20 profit, million, like, $20 million. $20
2: million <laughs>
0: right.
1: In 200 years, $20 million
0: is going to be, like, thirty grand. <laughs> they could have sold a, sold a couple of shares of their IPO. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> Look,
1: That always gets me, is when, like, the dollars are way, like, clearly whoever wrote the script has no clue how money works <laughs> or inflation or anything else. Yeah,
0: they could have said like, 20, yeah. 20 centons, and you would have been like, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That that seems yeah. about twenty centons worth. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's uh, twenty far
1: but, but yeah, look, like,
0: like at that right there is about twenty million dollars. <laughs> and you're like, okay. And I'm like, Dr. i like, Doctor Evil. That sounds like a lot now.
1: Uh, it doesn't even sound like a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: right. think they spent for a company, million on this movie? right? For a, <laughs> right. They spent <laughs> they spent well over twenty million dollars on the marketing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they spent yeah they spent twenty million dollars <laughs> on, on the the container that they, uh, they created
0: <laughs> right. The <mechanic>. It's so, <laughs>
1: oh, so weird. Like that's the kind of stuff you got in this movie. And of course they don't have now they have the the Ecron the the dragon things that now they they don't fly they hydrofoil so they got to keep their tail in the water while they kind of fly above the water. Oh okay. So it's like but they had. Ecrone that could fly. So if you weren't tethered to the water, it seems that would be a tactical advantage when you're going up against boats, right? You're going against boats, no, no, we don't need them. It feels exhausting. I
2: liked it. I liked it. It was decent. It was a good movie. Yeah, I,
0: I, I I heard visually fantastic storyline is yeah, like you're saying rubbish.
2: You know, but to your point earlier, Brian. we were, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but like, <laughs> no way. it's gotten to a point where it's like you're watching a Pixar movie with these things. I mean, it's, I mean, it could have, I don't know, it just didn't seem, you might as well just be watching a cartoon. Yeah. I mean.
1: Well, yeah, this movie, and you know, at least last movie, you had the lab, they kept going back to the lab and it was all humans, right? Right. This movie, you know, like, what, uh, the good guys are Navi, the bad guys are Navi. Yeah. The only the only people that you see that are not Navi is the guy piloting that hovercraft thing, and Jermaine Clement, who is in the movie for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why Jermaine Clement's in the movie, but he's there.
0: Was he the Han Solo character?
1: Or no, he relief? was the the guy that was uh, begrudgingly killing the whales, but hmm. uh, you know uh, had ethical.
0: It was realized it was an ethical quandary. Oh, okay, All right. So, right. well, that's. I'll see it when it comes out on streaming, maybe. It feels
1: like well, it's,
2: it's, it's it's decent. It's nothing. It's it's enjoyable. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it.
1: Well, there. and and watching the movie, I kept figuring out PMR's, you know, uh, his rating system. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. I was able to get through one viewing of it. Yeah. Right. I don't feel like there's ever a scenario. Where I could sit yeah. through that movie again?
2: Yeah, I don't. Th- I think you're right. Well, I can never sit through the first one again. So, so yeah, I think you're right. I, this would be a, definitely a three for me.
0: Okay. So, Brian, <coughs> what do you give it? A three? I'll give it a. I'll give it a three. Okay. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. <laughs> right, begrudgingly steal the Wells uh, f- uh, fluid from the brain. Cerebral fluid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. Um, so. Well, similarly, uh, special effects uh, heavy movie that I saw yesterday, uh, Shin Ultraman. Have you guys seen that mm-hmm. one? No. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh,
1: it's Ultraman. It's it's a new
0: Ultraman movie, right? It's a new Ultraman movie. I forgot the director's name, but he was the same guy who directed Shin Godzilla, uh, which was a great movie. Uh, is his name Shin? Uh, is, his name is his Shin. name is Shin? What's that? Oh.
2: Is his name
0: Shin? His name is Shin, and uh, no, it was. Uh, I mean, I, my my two sons went with me, no, to make me not feel too pervy, uh, but no, it was uh it was an okay movie. There was a lot of homages to, the, as they say, to the original. Uh, Ultraman TV show and Ultra Q TV show from the 1960s. They kept the design mainly the same and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but everything was computer generated uh, as opposed to a man in suit. But it was computer generated to make it look like a man in suit. So that was kind of neat. Um, so there you go. Yeah. I give it a solid three as well. Actually, hmm. maybe a little bit more because I think I would watch it again because there was. It was uh, some bizarre stuff happening in it uh, that I probably would watch it again if I had a chance. So there you go. (laughs) I think Shin Ultraman beat out Avatar 2. I'm sure it probably did. Uh, I'm certain of that.
1: What else? I also went and saw Megan. Oh, How was that? Oh, how was that? PMR. uh, This movie is kind of made for PMR. Ah,
0: A robot that goes out of control. A
1: robot that goes out of control, a robot uh, that there's a robot fight at
0: the end. Wow.
1: Uh, although the robot she fights does not <laughs>
3: have a face. Is it? <laughs> no. Then it's not. So, a robot.
1: But, it is, but it was a robot. The, uh, you know, it, the Chucky comparisons aside. Right. This one's at least more plausible. Okay. It, Slightly more plausible. Slightly more plausible, right? So the uh, the whole idea is they they're creating this. Um, they want to basically want a Teddy ruxman, right? They want that Teddy Ruxman right. experience where where it's like you know the the child talks to the, the animal or whatever, or the doll. And the doll talks back. Well, they create like an algorithm so that the 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 Doll will study speech patterns and slowly but surely, like give better responses, more, more, uh, basically understand the conversation. I mean, they don't realize that's what they're doing, but they're creating it. Where this 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 computer chip that's powering the doll can can learn uh, learn the language and learn how to have conversations. Well, you can't have that without making. The doll, essentially, you know, artificially intelligent, right? Yeah. And so, you know, you had that whole thing where Google launched that artificial intelligence, that story writer thing, um, like three or four years ago, and like within oh, just yeah, a few yeah. with just a few hours, it started like writing like Nazi esque propaganda, <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all remember this, right? I do remember that. And so, and so, basically, I mean, that's that's kind of plausible. Uh, that, that that's that's where you know that's why it's not like they programmed it to be art you know to be autonomous and but they they created this language program that by default made it you know uh, um, an uh, artificially intelligent so that was pretty that was pretty interesting part of it like a way to get into it without you know, it's you know it's a uh, um a death row inmate that's escaped and he's, and he's possessing a doll. Um, so you kind of had that. You had, you got into some psychology stuff about like the kid, cause the parents, the, the, basically the girl's daughters or the girl's parents die and she's living with her aunt. Her aunt basically wants the doll to just raise her. Right. So, 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 the, the child who's gone through this traumatic thing starts to imprint on the doll instead of like her aunt who is her true guardian. So like you get into this weird, like sort of dynamic there and it asks some you know, ethical questions there, which are pretty interesting when it gets to the final, like, you know, bloodbath stuff, the killing spree stuff. There are some things that don't make any sense there, but it's, uh it's, Pretty enjoyable, and did really well at the box office. They've already greenlit a second movie. So, oh, really, wow, yeah. So, I think uh, I think you'd enjoy it. Well, if it, if
0: it comes to a streaming service, there I'm you watching. go. Coming to a streaming service near you. So, Brad, have you uh, any desire to see Megan? Uh yeah, I, I would probably see it on a streaming service. Actually, last night when we got, when we got out of Shin Ultraman. It it was like we walked, like we accidentally, uh, which we may have, uh, accidentally fell asleep in the store, and then woke up, and the store was locked up. Like we got out at nine o'clock last night, which on a Wednesday night, nine o'clock, I don't doesn't seem too late to go see a movie, right? But everything was closed up, like the concession. Everything was dark. There was one person in the lobby that worked there, and afterward, and I, I was so, you know bewildered by why why everything felt like we just got out of Rocky Horror or something like that at midnight. Uh, that afterwards, I, when we got in the car, I'm like, "Shit, we could have snuck into Megan and gone see Megan right afterwards." <laughs> because there was like, literally, there was one person in charge of the whole theater. I think so. So I would see it then. Yeah. But uh, I did watch last night. I uh, afterwards, I did uh, come home and watch the menu. On HBO oh, I saw the menu as well. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, nothing. It's fine. Yeah.
2: Don't tell me about it. I'm, I'd like to see it. Is it a yeah. suspense movie or is it just kind of one of these stupid? You know, it's
0: not really suspense. No, nah, it's not it's, really horror. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, it's kind of. I don't
0: know. Kind of pointless. It's eat the rich.
1: I mean, it's basically classism. Uh, you know, eat the rich. Uh, servants versus. So uh, servants and artistic types versus consumers, creators versus consumers. Yeah. So it was good. It's worth a watch. Yeah. Speaking of Megan, though, Brad, have you ever, uh, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, but uh, have you ever uh, heard of Asimov's Three Rules for Robotics? Uh,
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, I I can't quote them,
1: but I'm aware of them. PMR, are you aware of Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics? He should
2: know. No, what are they? All right,
1: so Isaac Asimov, who was a sci-fi writer, right? And a lot of what we kind of, like, what we use for fiction around robots and stuff is from some of his short stories and everything, right? Mm -hmm. And Will Smith Um, movies. Will Smith movies. I, I, Robot, right? Oh, yeah. Um, So, but Asimov's three laws of robotics. Uh, A robot may not injure a human being or, through inaction, allow a human being to come to any harm. That's rule okay. one. Uh, rule two: a robot must obey orders given to it by a human, uh, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. so So it must obey a human unless the human's giving it an order that would injure another human or allow a, a human to come to harm. okay. And three, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law.
2: Right. Thoughts? Okay, what was that last one?
1: All right, so (laughs) they, they, they stack on each other. So the first one is a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. The second one, a robot must obey orders given to it by a human being except where such orders would conflict with the first law, injuring a human or causing or an action causing a human to be injured. And the third law is a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. So basically, protect humans, obey humans, protect yourself. If you're protecting yourself... It's fine as long as it's not going to endanger a human, if you're a robot. Okay. If, you're, if you're obeying a human, you obey the human unless it would cause harm to a human. So protect humans, obey humans, protect yourself as a robot.
0: Thoughts? He's thinking about it. He's thinking about where the uh, all robots must have a face, an adorable face. Yeah. Yeah, that must be number four. four. Four robots must have a distinctive eye
1: and nose. <laughs> okay, and I thou. was
2: wondering would not. Yeah, yeah where's that in this <laughs> They don't have to. Uh, yeah, school of robotics. Pretty interesting, though. Yeah, pretty well thought out I for like something
0: that. that's yeah. science fiction. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. be- better than the unobtainium. More thought out. <laughs> Adamo I I put some thought into his, his uh, Will Smith movies. <laughs> so, um,
1: I just thought that was interesting.
2: That's what it is. I realized we had never
1: uh, talked about it. So.
2: we do need uh, to get robots, servants, and stuff. We were promised those as child children that we would. Oh, we have them. I mean. And, be,
0: you don't think the uh, the flying Ring no. drone is a robot? I mean, it'll alert you when somebody's breaking into right, your house right. so, or whatever. So,
1: so there was a video earlier today. We kind of alluded to it, but there's Ring, the Ring camera company, has created a basically a Ring camera on a uh, drone, um, fan, you know, uh, um, rig, where it will kind of like a Roomba, fly at, like, chest height through your house in sentry mode looking for things.
2: what the fuck? And, I mean, what's it going to find? I mean, if someone breaks in your house, they're just going to either steal it or just, just knock it down. Just swat it, right out of it out of the, swat swat it out of the air. I mean, what, the, what, the what, if, what if you're not
1: sure if you left the, the stove on? Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Roomba ain't going to tell you. Roomba can't get that high. (laughs) What if you're worried the dog
1: is digging a hole in the couch? Yeah. Right like that.
2: Then you should fucking put the dog down or stay home.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Ouch. And get a robot dog. Get one of those little Asimo or whatever exactly. but, uh, that was Robot named dog. after yeah exactly oh, yeah. yeah named if, uh, named after Asimov um, um, you know, I, like I said
2: I, I think if you could use it in a warehouse where it's high enough and it just that no one can get to it and it just goes around the warehouse alright that would be a good application for it but I don't believe a house I think that's kind of
1: right but lately we don't you don't just go from no robots <laughs> right, right. to C3PO like Why not?
2: There's Why a trajectory
1: not? here, right? So so if
2: feel they like can, we we got off the path of the trajectory that you know, we should have already had the C3PO by now. Well, here's
1: the thing. Th- here's the thing, with drone technology like it is, would you rather have something that, ha- that would you rather build a, a robot that has joints and actuators and can, can support its own weight and balance and not fall and all that kind of stuff you got to do yep. uh, to make it a robot or would you rather create something that that has lift uh, uh, and can project can uh, and you keep the weight down using small components? uh to so you don't have to do all that other stuff all that that all that hardware all that mechanical stuff can be left out you just get your weight down and you put it on a prop fan essentially yeah.
2: the which, first thing
0: the which first. i mean sounds a lot like vincent to me brad i, I know mean, yeah but. why would you not want to love but you know vincent had eyes and uh old bob had <laughs> sad <laughs> eyes but they were hovering <laughs> flying <laughs> robots
2: Vincent did I forgot about Vincent you're
1: right uh, so let, let me ask you this if we took that ring robot and put two googly eyes
0: yeah. on it and like It's a win I would and, and, it. and a pair of wax lips and a British accent
2: yeah ah, a yeah. monocle
0: <laughs> I mean that I, I, I do agree with PMR that for the normal home user that feels a little bit uh, a little bit too much I mean you know especially when you know the you know some of the conspiracy theorists they oh well Roomba's just mapping out your house and all this kind of stuff a flying robot is <laughs> totally mapping out your house and seeing what's on your shelf seeing what appliances you have and making notes and like oh do you need to replace you got to replace the water filter or whatever type stuff where in some way that's convenient uh, but in other ways, it feels like it's a little bit too intrusive for my robots.
1: But here's the thing. If you took that robot, right? Yeah. You took that robot and gave it a different shell. Yeah, yeah. With eyes and with a face. Right. He would seem and, helpful And even then. if they're faux arms
0: that don't work. Right. Like Sir PMR Galaxy. is in.
2: I mean, you could literally use the... You could put a fake lens and then the real camera lens, but two, that's your two eyes right there. I mean, I don't know why people don't do that.
1: Yeah, you know, now you just need eyes, a nose and mouth.
2: Yeah, you're good.
1: Done.
0: What did I send you that uh, I saw Sir Galaxy in the background of something? What the hell was that? I forgot what that was. But You had a Sir Galaxy, right? Yeah, and you do now. Somehow or another. A broken one, right?
2: Yeah, I've got an old broken one.
0: Is it mine? <laughs> Did I loan it yeah. to
2: you? Because <laughs> it, it kind of
0: feels like <laughs> it would not be unheard of if you borrowed no, you,
2: you
3: got something your, of mine you got and broke Sir it Galaxy.
0: and just kept it. Well, you got huh? your Sir Galaxy. I you have you no a idea.
2: Picture the, you sent a picture of it a few weeks ago. No, that you was the little
0: wind-up uh,
2: Tommy uh, robot No, you had a picture of Sir Galaxy. So the Tommy robot, yeah. That you had a picture of Sir Galaxy in all your stuff. I don't think Which so. Brad,
1: that little that little wind up Tommy robot, I could think it goes
0: for like thirty bucks yeah. now. He's not in great condition, but ten dollars, yeah. I'll let it go
2: for ten dollars, maybe. <laughs> no, no, you had uh, the Sir Galaxy, Brad. You had it in your box. You had it because I made mention how good it looked. <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> he, yeah. he thought you were talking about something else. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> no, I think that was maybe the Starbird. I don't know. I think that was Starbird. It was a de- it, it,
1: it, oh man I want that Starbird Brad. You know what I saw the other day was the Starbird um
2: uh Cardboard. Moon base. Yeah. Cardboard. I've got oh, I've I got
0: that.
2: I have actually got
0: that. You want a Starbird?
2: Uh, I and <laughs> bought, <laughs> bought it for me. It's uh it's kind of uh it's not in great shape, but it's pretty cool. I had one. This one was too.
0: new in box.
1: Wow! It was oh, wow. the Go Go's documentary. Brad is what you said. Oh, okay. The uh, Go Go's. Thank Go-Go's.
0: you. Yeah. A pretty good documentary.
1: I'll tell you the uh, other. Yeah,
2: that's right.
1: The other toys I'm I'm, I'm trying to get it uh, get because this is a finite set. This will be your
2: wife is
1: home. Yeah, yeah, she's home. The dog. A uh, finite set, Brad. But do you remember the Universal Mini Monsters by Remco?
0: Mm. That doesn't sound familiar. 1980. There Hang on. All right, that doesn't sound too familiar. Uh, PMR, you know, one because you had a Starbird as well, right?
2: I had the Starbird. I had the Starbird. Uh, I had the I had the Moonbase, and and I had the. Uh, you remember kids? Yeah, when I
0: was up in Atlanta uh, over the
2: holidays, I uh, they made the Intrepid.
0: Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, but I went to go
1: see our friends at Second Chance Toys. In uh, Kennesaw. Georgia.
2: Oh, okay, all right.
0: And you decided you wanted to collect some some Universal Monsters.
1: Universal Monsters. Mm-hmm. I,
0: yeah, that's probably the oldest toy I remember
1: owning was those. Oh wow, so, <laughs> that's what started it all. So started it all. Well, Universal Monsters. Very good. So
0: you know, speaking also got. I was going to say, speaking okay. of toys and um, uh, Super Seven. I I'm not sure if I'm going to Pemora I think is trying to call in here. Hold on. Um why is he uh he's call he's like calling over the phone. Um I pre-ordered uh Godzilla versus Biollante uh you know special expensive figure yeah. from Super 7 uh like a year and a half ago and it's still kind of uh you know, they're they're refining the mold of it or whatever. It's still, you know, available or it's I mean, it's not available to purchase. They closed out the orders and everything, uh, but they still haven't released it yet. And I'm like, ah, at this point, uh, I don't think uh, I don't think I want to buy anything from them. You know?
1: Yeah. Their they're, their window is really long. Well, yeah. and this is concerning. They were going to do. A 2 pot—it's wrestlers, but they were going to do—they just—they uh, are going to do a two-pack of um, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, which they're back in the WWE now. But for a while, they were in like New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right, and Super Seven was going to do a figure of them, and those things have been like you like just like this—they've been out there. The pre-orders of those was like, oh, well over a year ago. Yeah, and they just announced like yesterday. That due to manufacturing issues, uh, they will not be releasing
0: them. Oh, really? That's kind of disappointing. So,
1: But you don't know if it's because, like, they're... I kind of took it as because they're back in WWE, they've lost their window Uh, to put them on the market. But maybe not. Um, I've been getting the Thundercats stuff from Super 7. Yep. And uh, I just got the newest one today and um it's the, the the space cop i forget her name but the head sculpt the plastic in the head sculpt does not look right oh, it really? looks like a china doll kind of it's not flesh toned it's like a china doll looking and it's like holy shit what is going on with this figure yeah so i don't know i don't mm. know what's going on with super seven it doesn't they, so. uh
0: yeah that's it's disappointing because they got a lot of good stuff there but uh I don't know what uh, what's going on there. Uh, we're trying to get, as we were talking about our toy collection here, we're trying to get Alex and PMR back here. Up here. Uh, we're here. Alex. There he is. Happy I'm birthday, here.
3: Podman. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a, I'm a solid 35 years old.
2: That's All right. right, twenties now, son? What? You're officially in your 20s, not just you're officially in it.
3: I'm, I am I thought I was in it after 20. I think when you turn 20, you're in your 20s. <laughs> oh,
0: no, like Alex. Different. PMR's Whoa. logic. Spoken like a true, yeah.
2: <laughs> a, no.
1: a true, yeah. But give him the rules, PMR. Explain this to him because clearly he's not getting it. What part? Uh, well, oh, now agree. the fact that now he's in his 20s. I mean, I get it. And Brad gets it. I'm sure the Lister gets it. But explain to Alex the difference in 21 and 22.
2: Well, 21, you're just still like 20 years old. And then when you're 22, <laughs> you're in your 20s. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Wait, sure,
0: when, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're 23, you're in your 20s? Is that? Yeah, 23, you're in your 20s. <laughs> okay. Twenty four. You're in your pre thirties. <laughs> but didn't you, didn't you just turn twenty one or twenty two rather? I just just turned twenty two, so I guess I'm not in my 20s. you You're not yet. in your twenties.
1: No.
3: no, no. Now you are. And I, Alex,
0: now you're officially
2: in no. your twenties. No, you're tw- well, when you're twenty three. Yeah.
3: Yeah. PMR said it's not until twenty three. I'm in my twenties. Yeah.
2: No, twenty two. You're in twenty two. You're good. I thought he meant twenty twenty three. Count
0: like twenty one. You're still shaking off nineteen. Yeah. Uh, anyway, regardless, <laughs> happy birthday, uh, young pod man. Uh, we're we're thrilled that you're celebrating your birthday with us and the listeners. You know,
3: I thought, I thought I could spare some time. You know, I felt like I had some spare time just to, to just talk about things that I don't know what we're talking about. But I could say, some we, well, join the club. We don't it's know been a tough episode. I mean, there's been a lot of movies that have come out. What have you not talked about? A lot. I talked about Megan. You seen Megan seen yet, Alex? I'm going. I'm going tomorrow night to see Megan. It's yeah. uh,
1: it's pretty good. It's uh, that's what I heard. It's kind of interesting the way they get into why she's like self-aware. So right. it's
0: uh, and and, and pretty and interesting. I, I saw Shin Ultraman.
3: Alex, I nice don't here. know what the hell. God I don't
0: know it. what that
3: is. <sighs> okay. Maybe that anyway,
0: anyway.
1: What, did,
3: what did,
0: we saw Avatar?
3: I did. I also saw Avatar. Okay. I've seen Avatar. All
0: right. Well, tell, seen, saw, tell us something that we have not so Give us a uh, surprise. Something that we would not have seen that you have, Alex.
3: I saw Babylon by Damien Chazelle. All Ooh. right. Damien Chazelle's latest little flick. It's pretty
1: Which, good Which okay. bombed incredibly
3: It did And what if, if I learned anything from the movie It's that once your success in Hollywood is over You should kill yourself So Ouch. I'm wondering whether Damien Giselle is gonna You know Because he bombed He's, it, It's pretty bad He spent like $130 million on the movie And it literally tanked So uh, yeah
1: eh, The rock knows so how he feels. Is it just Margot Robbie that kills herself or is it more people kill themselves?
3: Margot Robbie doesn't kill herself. Oh, Brad Pitt does. Spoilers. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt. But here's the thing. Here's my pitch for Babylon to try to encourage you to go see it. If in the first five minutes of a movie you like the visual of an elephant shitting on a person, then you'll love Babylon. All right. If you like elephant shit, lots of it, then you'll love Babylon. Hmm. Okay. That's all
2: I got for Did you. actually up? I mean, do,
3: I mean, do... yeah, I, I saw an elephant's asshole poop. All right. Yeah.
0: Nothing special about that. Okay, what else have you seen?
3: Uh, I saw, I've seen Knives Out.
0: Okay, I've seen that actually.
3: <laughs> I, saw, oh, yeah. well, glass, I saw Glass Onion, a Knives yes. Out. Glass Onion. Yes. Oh glass man, he,
0: don't say
1: that,
3: he hates that.
1: Alex, if, Ooh, if yes uh uh ryan johnson he does not like the fact that it's yes. called a knives out mystery
3: he doesn't and i get that it's it's a stupid little tagline it's ah, i
0: like it. Yeah.
3: it makes it feel like it's in like it makes it feel like it's the same thing over again when it's which is not just the same yeah, detective
2: but, but it's connecting the two so yeah. now you know you no know, it's a it's a shared universe. Yeah, it's
0: sort of like James Bond and you know you only live tw- die twice, whatever type stuff. It's like yeah, I like that. What did you think about Glass Onion, Alex?
3: It was my favorite movie of the last year. Wow! It, it ended up top. It, Wait a minute, it beat top, the Woman it, King. Now, what the fuck? it, 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 it beat it, Top Gun? Well, Top Gun was in my. It was like number six or seven on my top ten.
1: Okay. Okay, so what's the top ten now?
3: All right. You want me to? You want me to give you yeah. my top ten? Oh my God! Okay, Please. I will, I will Very give special you my top, top ten tip.
0: episode.
3: Let me pull. Let me pull it up because I I wrote it out in my notes pad. <laughs> Wow. All right. So, well, it's actually a top fifteen because I guess some honorable mentions. But okay. So number one, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Number right. two, The Woman King. Number three, Naturally. Nope. Naturally. Nope was my Ooh. number three. Number four was The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg's film.
1: I saw The Fablemans.
3: Number five was The Batman. Number Mm -hmm. six was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Wow. Freaking amazing movie. Number seven was Top Gun Maverick. Number eight was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Number nine was The Banshees of 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 and Number 10 was Funny Pages.
2: Wait,
0: what was uh, number nine?
3: Uh, the Banshees of Anna Sharon.
0: Is that the uh, Colin Farrell?
3: Yeah, it's really great. It's a really fun movie. It's Is a it? funny movie. I I've watched yeah, it's, it's a drama, but it's
0: funny. I I watched a little bit of it. I'll watch. I'll pay attention yeah, to it if you like really
3: it. I, yeah, I, it's really beautiful.
0: Although, I like just.
3: It's now at 45.
0: I just said that uh, I will pay attention to it if you like it, but um, based on uh, Nope, I don't know if I can trust the uh, the Alex rating system anymore.
3: Yeah. Oh, you didn't like Nope? Uh, oh, maybe no. I
0: completely missed something. Maybe it bears another rewatch. But
2: <laughs> I actually like Nope also. The way you
0: hyped think... it up, though, I was very uh, bored during the entire thing.
2: Yeah, he, oh, wow. here's the
1: thing Nope. If you take out the chimpanzee stuff, what was the chimp's name? Gordy. Gordy. Cosmo? If you take out Gordy, Nope is like a four. Like out of ten, uh, out of five. it's like a two. Oh, no! It's like a two. <laughs> like yeah, Gordy, system. you're getting uh, You're back up to like a four. That's that. They really without the Gordy stuff, without that that B plot. Nope is a is not a good movie. The, I
2: love uh,
3: Nope. Love it.
2: I thought Nope now, was good
3: actually. A little Spielberg action right there. Uh, now. It's like,
1: I would agree. I I would say for me, my number one movie of the year was everything everywhere. All at once. Great movie. I would say everything everywhere. All at once. Number one, number two, top gun. Number three, Batman. Good movie. Right. Uh, if you're looking at, I I think, uh, you round out my top five with, uh, Fableman's was strong. Fableman's was really good. Um, and, uh, just oh, chuck gosh. Glass
3: Onion up there. Chuck Glass Onion up there. You know you want it. I
1: will say Glass Onion, I liked this, this movie much better than I liked Knives Out.
3: I love both of them, but I love Glass Onion more. I adore this movie.
1: I don't know if Glass Onion's top five, but... Uh,
3: it's a pretty banging movie.
1: Now what's surprising is Alex does not have Avatar in his top fifteen or whatever. Yeah.
3: Uh it's in my it's it is in my top fifteen. No. Oh, okay. it, it's in my honorable mentions list. Uh, along with Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, Barbarian, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, and the Adam Project.
2: Never heard of any of those.
1: <laughs> you need to watch Barbarian. We talked about Barbarian at length a couple uh, of no, episodes before.
0: We well, that's it, okay.
3: It's a good movie. Adam Project's a great movie, too, with Brad Reynolds. Fun little, fun little.
0: little it's a fun little, it it a, a fun little romp. I would classify it as a fun little family romp.
3: It's a great little movie. I, I really I had a ball watching that. It was great. I'll tell you, with the back
1: to the Fablemans, I took, the whole family went to the Fablemans. Wow. And uh, this is a sign of a, th- I think this is the first like Spielberg experience the kids have had. Like you know, they've seen Spielberg movies, but I think this kind of like it's
3: it's not a movie.
1: Yeah, it's not a movie that a thirteen-year-old necessarily should be engaged. You know, like love. But they were they loved that movie. How about and so they got the whole the this is all about the love of filmmaking. You know, and so uh, they. and it's a long movie, and, and they were like, "That's it, that's it." Like, not not that it was a bad ending, but they wanted it to keep going. They wanted more of a uh, a, a more finality, more final sort of you know uh, ending than just kind of the abstract, you know, him meeting with um, oh god, John, uh, John Ford, John, John Ford, yeah. So Ford, yeah, but. Yeah, Fablemans is very good. I, that would be in my top five.
3: It's a good movie, good little movie, long movie, good movie.
1: Yeah, when well, you got two year thirteen-year-olds sitting through that movie about yeah. filmmaking, and, and you know, and it, it's more, it's it's very American graffiti-ish. You know, <clears throat> like the film, a time that they have no nostalgia for, right? <laughs> uh, a, yeah. a film style that they have no nostalgia for, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they're sucked in to that point. It's it's a good movie. Yeah, I
0: love it. I'll watch it when it comes on streaming.
3: Brad, have you not watched Glass Onion?
0: Uh, No, I have. I've watched it twice, Alex.
3: You've watched it twice?
0: Yeah, well, I watched it once uh, pretty much by myself, and then I'm like, I think the boys would watch it, so I made them watch it, and they enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, I've seen it four times now. All right. I've had a real, I just, I can, I've just turned it on just in the background sometimes just because yep. I just love the joke so much and I've just had such a good time with it. There There's all, there was some good, there some good movies this year. Was a, last year. There was some good movies last year. You know? To really? give it some credit, I thought it was going to be a stinky year, but you know, James Cameron might actually make $2 billion at the box office. I didn't think that was going to happen.
1: Well, you know, what's interesting is. This movie's going to break even, but the next one will show a profit because he, he filmed so much extra mm. material during the filming of this. Yeah. So uh, they're going to come in, like half, like 30% of the budget of the next movie has been paid for with footage they filmed during this one. So Yeah, so
3: he's basically just, I mean, I, I really did doubt James Cameron, but I... I was wrong in doubting him, I guess, because he just proved once again that he just dominates the box office no matter what. Even if it's just another kind of retread of his first movie that has a very loose plot, just very simple. But audiences yeah. love that shit. Audiences love Pandora.
0: They do.
1: People there's love a, Pandora. You know, and that's part of what we, what we were talking about before you got on, Alex, is, yeah, there, there's gaping plot holes. There's logic jumps that don't make sense. They spent way too much time bringing back uh, Stephen Lang, you know. Uh, which how, how many how many millions of dollars or billions of dollars did the did the Earth government spend to put him back on the table a decade yeah. later to take out Jake Sully? Right, With, when he got his ass handed to him the first time.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's the, a bit uh, silly. Yeah. The other thing that I, uh,
1: at risk of repeating myself, the other thing I felt was super wonky with it, Alex, was the, uh, you know, the MacGuffin in this movie was the cerebral fluid from the space whales. But when they they finally go through all that trouble of hunting down the whale, you know, uh, like using all these depth charges to like, you know, Funnel it where they wanted it to go. They shoot it with the harpoon. They go through all this trouble to get the whale, and then they drill up into its brain pan and get the serum, the the uh, cerebral fluid. And he goes, "You see that right there? That's about twenty million dollars." <laughs> That's that is a terrible business model. <laughs> you you a- flew to an entirely different galaxy. <laughs> to create this expedition to go get this space whale juice, uh, and you're only going to sell twenty million dollars? Sell it for twenty million dollars? And this is like two hundred years in the future? I guess inflation doesn't happen.
3: <laughs> See, my favorite thing right now is that James Cameron says like we may go explore the Ash people, and I'm like, are we just doing Avatar: The Last Airbender? Yeah, we got we got we got Earth people, we got Water people, now we're getting Fire people. What the hell? Why are we doing this? But you know what? He's making a crap ton of money. Yeah, let him have his money. At this point, whatever. Has
0: anybody seen The Well?
3: I haven't. No. No one's seen that yet? It's one of of those movies that just sounds so sad. Like, it's just like, am I in the mood to go see just a really sad movie?
1: Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you're going to the movie to find out how this guy screwed up his life.
3: And how and, he's gonna die? And how
1: he's gonna die? Uh, and try die? to make amends before he, he dies?
3: Die? Does he die? Yeah, or? the whole plot is that he has like forty-eight hours to live. Why? Because he's too—he's overweight and he's—he's addicted to eating.
1: He ate a time
3: bomb.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say—is that what he did? <laughs> A forty-eight hour time bomb
3: is gonna blow up in forty-eight yep. hours. Well, no, he, he says he's a he has, he's a compulsive eater. Like it's just he has a lot of trauma and stuff, and so yeah, he's just gonna die because he's just yeah. so overweight. He's just uh, gonna
0: die. Hey, uh, didn't come out this year, but something that you may have seen or may have commented on two years ago, Alex. I uh, saw Licorice Pizza. Did you?
3: Good movie. It
0: was good. Yeah, it catching alone. I keep wanting to watch it. Catches a little flack for being uh, a little pedophilia, but uh, you know that's what makes yeah. it interesting.
3: It's a movie nostalgic. about. What's it it's about? about? It's about a 15-year-old who falls in love with a 25-year-old, and hijinks ensue.
1: Yeah. Uh, and she's in the movie industry. What's that streaming on, Brad?
0: He is uh, Amazon. Yeah. It's really
3: it's
0: a it's a like it's a fun it
3: captures that it captures that generation pretty well, and the cinematography is really good. Yeah, it's a pretty um, movie. It's just it's just is like how comfortable are you with the idea of pedophilia for two hours?
2: Yeah, That's
3: <laughs> really a question.
0: No, um, mm-hmm. Rhetorical question. Uh, let's see what else I've watched recently. We watched uh, last weekend. We watched the original Taking of Pelham One Two Three with Walter Matthau.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, a seen that. that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, I did watch. I don't remember, I think I saw this oh. movie like six years ago, but I didn't watch it again. I watched seven again. Oh, ah,
0: yeah. I've watched that in the past couple um, of years.
3: Yeah, it was pretty good. Go uh, I remember I was a little let down by the ending on this like news and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's just how it ends.
0: <laughs>
3: All right. <laughs> There's a head in the box and that's it. That's it. it. That's
0: pretty much it. You know, I was gonna ask while I go, uh, because again, uh I mentioned this earlier or last year rather. Um uh, I mentioned that I watched it and caught a little bit of flack about it. Uh but lo and behold it won like whatever Best uh song or something like that, at the uh People's Choice or whatever we had recently. R R R. Have you watched I that? just watched
3: R R R. Did you I really yeah, that's a fun movie. That's a
0: fun little romp.
3: It's so absurd. It's isn't so that a, stupid. Isn't that
2: the Indian uh, it is hero movie?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's just ridiculously fun. Like, there's no way to not have a good time watching RRR.
0: There you go. That's a.
3: That's it's a, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's really you can't go wrong.
0: Good for you. I'm glad you watched it.
3: Make it. Make a couple drinks while you do it, though. I think that'll just make it better. Like, definitely buy yourself some beers, kick back, get a pizza, and watch RRR. have a really good time.
0: (laughs) Well, I enjoyed it sober.
3: Yeah, but intoxicated, I I can imagine that being a lot more fun. (laughs) Because it's Mm. so ridiculous.
0: It's a ridiculous movie.
3: It's pretty ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Are we just talking about movies now? Yeah, That's we're, we're uh,
0: winding, hopefully winding down here. I will. I have a, a What you Looking At.
1: Oh, what are you looking at? So, and we talked about the menu earlier, Alex. Did you watch the menu? I did watch the menu. That's another movie I watched. I watched
3: a lot of movies. <laughs> what did you think about the menu? I thought it was pretty good. I had a really good time. It
0: was all right. I think,
3: it's, I think it's it was all right. Fun. I'll
1: tell you what is in the exact same vein. But I enjoyed more was uh, White
0: Lotus. Yeah,
3: I haven't never. I can't get into White Lotus all that much. Really? Yeah, I had trouble getting to season one, and my roommate was like, "You know what? You should just if you're not good if you don't want to finish it, I don't really recommend finishing it." So I just kind of gave up. And just,
1: okay. season one, I haven't watched season two, but season one was pretty strong, and it's the same sort of thing. It's it's the these. Uh, upstairs, it's upstairs, downstairs, right? You've got the the servants, and you've got these elite, rich people, and
0: uh, uh, it's pretty enjoyable. Brad, have you watched uh, White Lotus? Yep, yeah, yeah, they were they were fun. They were fine, I guess. Not fun, I said. I was still waiting to see if their Audrey Plaza was going to be doing any nude scenes in this uh, season, but she did not. Oh darn it!
3: Oh, I did watch em. I watched Emily the Criminal. Aubrey Plaza.
0: I watched the last thirty minutes of it. I know how it ends.
3: I thought it was fine. A lot of people like adored it, and I was like, "It's it's It's fine. fine. It's a pretty. It's a low stakes thriller. It's a relatable thriller, but like a low stakes thriller. It's like all right. Nothing special. It's like it's it's like Ocean's Eleven for like out of like a college dropout.
1: (laughs) Alex, uh, I'll tell you one that's. I'll tell you the other one in my top five. So my top five is uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, Top Gun, uh, The Batman, That's right? True. Yep. The Fablemans, yeah. and Confess Fletch. Oh, yeah. I was about
3: to... I want to watch Confess Fletch, but it's on a streaming service, so I can't freaking watch it.
0: I actually, paid what for it. I, oh,
1: I bought, I bought it on sale. Brad, it went on sale after we said that. Uh, yeah. It was on HBO Max... No, no, it's on, on Paramount. It's on Paramount, Alex. Uh, and, <laughs> and I went ahead and bought it uh, when it went on sale after Christmas, because even though it was still on Paramount, I'm like, you know what? This this movie deserves my money. But yeah, confess Fletch. I, Say, uh,
3: did anyone else go see Puss in Boots? Was that the only one?
0: You're, you're the, the only one. one
3: y'all need to go to the theater and watch puss in boots like legitimately just run right. don't walk run it's so freaking good okay. the animation's gorgeous it's an absolutely stunning movie if you like spider verse then you're gonna love it like it's just it's just gorgeous animation and a great script and a great story and everyone's acting their little behinds off or talking their behinds off it's so fun such a good movie
2: is this still mm-hmm. like a night gate on rotten tomatoes or something
3: Yeah, it should win Sadly, Pinocchio won best animated feature at the Golden Globes, but I think it should have gone to Piston Boots. Anybody watch the Golden Golden Globes
1: are up for sale anyway.
3: Pinocchio was fine.
1: I didn't watch it yet.
3: It was fine. It's a lot. It's just like Guillermo del Toro's other movie that I can't remember the name of. Um, the other one about like like fascism. Hmm.
1: Pan's Labyrinth.
3: That's the one. Yeah, it's just that again. Yeah, that's interesting yeah it's kind of but it's it's charming great great stuff did
2: y'all finish willow did you watch willow alex we know
3: brian was watching it i did not i I never knew willow so i didn't bother i never knew willow (laughs) we haven't finished
1: it the kids are wanting to finish it the uh we got into like uh the christmas movie marathon stuff Mm. and so didn't uh we, we gotta get back on to some of our we gotta finish Andor, we gotta finish uh
3: Willow. Um
1: there's did a few watch, others.
3: Did you watch Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and We watched
1: Spirited? Uh, good, afternoon. good afternoon.
3: Good <laughs> afternoon. It was pretty bad. But you know what? <laughs> I like some of the music. It's fine, I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so
1: Well uh, Alex uh Oh Joshua went to state for their one act, uh, or their uh, their one act play, which I don't understand why it's called a one act. It's it was multiple acts. I don't know why they called it a one act. I guess because it was thirty minutes or less.
3: Yeah, you have to cut it down to where you can just perform it in less than an hour.
1: Yeah. So, but the uh, their one act went to state.
3: Look and at that.
1: Yeah, they performed it today at the uh, Orange County Convention Center, like the that. huge convention center. And they uh, uh, they got superior and everything, and Joshua got like special like uh, uh, recognition from the judges. So that's
3: pretty sick. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Cool. So that's
1: he's sick. the lead in it. So uh, yeah, it's Heck cool.
3: Yeah. Little so, sexy actor.
1: It's a whole thing. Like I guess they do like it's Junior Thespians. They do an opening ceremony tonight, yep. and then they got stuff all through the weekend. Uh, he's got. Two or three other things he's performing on Saturday. He's got like a it's a duet, but it's an acting duet, not like a vocal duet. Um he's got anyway. Long story short, he uh That's
3: freaking awesome. So I miss miss going to little conventions. Those are always fun. Little state state competitions and stuff. Heck yeah. We're, we like art. We do. We do art. Art is fun.
0: Hey, speaking of which, almost kind of the movie industry, but so I guess it's not really plays. Uh, I'm looking through streaming services. to See what I watched. Violet. It's um, it stars Olivia Munn, everybody's favorite Olivia Munn, uh, and it was directed by uh, Justine Bateman. Hmm. Remember back when Justine Bateman caught a lot of flack for looking old? Yeah. I think it was when she was doing a press for this movie. That's a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, but it's about yeah, the One of the Podman was the not again. feeling it. What's that? She's
3: still looking old. One of the podman was <laughs> no. not feeling it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Justine Bateman is looking her age. Fifty four, that's I recall. I,
3: speaking of speaking of fifty four, Elvis' daughter died.
2: Yep. Yeah, old news. You
3: how long
2: can
1: we talked about it? Damn it! Yeah. It's hard. great that we, that we, she's just referred to by her more famous father's name yeah. and relationship to him. <laughs> I
3: don't. I don't. I don't know her name. I'll be honest. But but it's well, now, Priscilla
1: work. Presley died how many years
3: ago? Priscilla Presley's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is she? Yes.
1: Uh,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, you know what? I'm getting her mixed up with um, the Juds.
2: Ah.
3: Priscilla Judge. Judge. I mean Priscilla Priscilla Presley, the fourteen year old bride.
2: Yeah. Jesus Christ, don't happen to Justine <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
3: no,
0: that's not good. Down no. the rabbit hole we go. Yeah. Time. Time an PMR. hour and forty five minutes and PMR is is really really committing to the podcast now.
3: Oh, I really came in at the last minute and yeah, just like here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, thanks a lot,
3: Alex. No problem. That's what I'm here for. God damn. You don't got to do that to her. Leave her alone. Um, Their age did that.
1: Well, look at uh, you. What uh, about uh, Tina Yothers?
2: Let me see (laughs) what Tina's.
1: What
0: about Tiffany? (laughs)
2: Yeah, but but here's the thing. Tina Yothers was never attractive. (laughs)
0: <laughs> not in any universe <laughs> with <was> Teenage <laughs> a
3: track. Uh.
2: There's
3: always an old hag.
2: No, actually, uh, any others do not look as bad as freaking Justine Baker. All
1: right, what about Meredith Baxter? Still hot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still doable. Oh, are, these all, are these all just
2: sitcom people? I
0: am not like sure games? about it. They're, they're all people from, uh, Whatever that
1: show yeah, is, yeah. It
2: looks better than Justine Bateman. She's like 40 years older. Wait man. a minute.
0: Uh, are you looking at Meredith Baxter today? Yeah. Yeah, too bad she's placed for the other team. I mean, that is not bad.
2: <laughs> that's not wrong with Meredith Baxter?
0: Sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, Let's agree to disagree.
3: I, I hope none of your... None of your professional careers are ever affected by what is said on this podcast. Wow. No. You
2: know what?
1: Not that great of a That career. makes two of us, Here's Alex.
2: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> we're just stating facts. I mean, it's not like no one can look at that and say, oh, she's I'd an ugly bitch. hit it.
3: Like, I'm saying, We're just saying she's an ugly bitch.
2: I didn't tell her a bit. No.
3: I didn't call
1: well, I guess I do. I, I do. Uh, I, I. There is always this, you know, uh, concern in the back of my head that I'm going to get called in by my employer and told yeah. that I can no longer associate with Podman <laughs> <Bob> Ron. <laughs> you hope for that I'll day. Out. It's either him or gainful employment.
0: <laughs> uh, well, Alex. You- yes. Um, so to. <laughs> <laughs> to changes. Uh, did you ever watch Annette? net? Adam Driver. Uh,
3: I did. I did watch Annette. net. I watched it on a flight. Wow. <laughs> uh, it was pretty good. I, I liked it. it I did too. It's a weird. It's a weird movie. But I mean, if you're if you're down to just watch some weird shit on screen, then it's pretty fun.
1: What about White Noise? Have you it's watched?
3: It's a weird musical. No, I haven't watched White Noise yet. I plan to. I love Noah Bombback, but I heard mixed things, so I'm a little, like, iffy. I thought the trailer looked pretty fun, but I also could see where it's just a lot of a lot.
0: A lot of a lot. What about Black Bear? A lot of a lot. Audrey Plaza. I am
3: talking to Chris. I've not watched Black Bear yet.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going through my no,
3: Amazon. Nor have I, watched, <laughs> no, I watched the TV show The Bear, which I do. It's on my watch list. Is that the uh, same
2: as Cocaine
3: Bear because I'd like to see that. Yeah, I want to see Cocaine Bear. I watched the first episode
0: of the Bear and it was really good. I enjoyed it. Shit, fuck.
3: That means I do have to watch it.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. it's pretty good. I think I I would recommend watching the whole thing, but uh, I haven't watched it.
3: Is anybody going to watch that '90s show on Netflix? You damn right, I am. no. All those stoner no. children. No. What do y'all
2: mean no? Y'all used to watch the 70s show back in the 90s. I never watched the 70s I never, show either. I, I hate to break it.
0: it to you. Yeah, I've never watched it.
3: EMR's all alone.
1: It had a laugh track. I can't abide a laugh track. It It... it pisses me off that they think that they need to tell me when something's funny. If you need to tell me when something's funny, it wasn't funny. Seinfeld had a laugh track.
0: A laugh track.
1: Every show in the 90s had a laugh track. I'm talking about anything after oh. uh, really anything after Malcolm in the Middle. If it's if it's after Malcolm in the Middle and you felt the need to have a laugh track, that's just lazy writing.
0: Okay.
3: Wow. You heard it here first. There you go. Take that, Hollywood. <laughs> Do you like modern Modern Family? Doesn't have a laugh laugh track. Do you like Modern Family? I like
2: Modern Family. Well, I oh, say Modern family. family has got some great writing. <laughs> that shows. a top-notch writer. Top-notch writer.
3: Top-notch. Top but, but Big Bang Theory uh, superior writing. Superior garbage. Writing. Uh,
1: Alex, have you watched? Uh, um, Oh, my God. Uh, The heir apparent to Modern Family um, on Hulu. Uh, What is it? Oh, my God. Paul Reiser, Rachel Bloom. Reboot. Reboot. Have you watched Reboot?
2: I've tried. I haven't. I did not like it. Really? Yeah, I got to give it another shot.
1: (laughs) Well, episode, I think it's episode three is when the writer's room shows up. And it's great.
2: Okay, maybe I'll. Then you said that, the, that was the one that you said that was a really funny episode, episode. Yeah,
1: basically, she wants to have all these meta type stories and 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 all this kind of stuff, and she wants it written yeah, from a perspective. And he's like, "No, I got these like uh, I got these uh, TV writers that know how to punch up a script and know know what's funny." And so he hires all of his his buddy writers. Uh, to come in and work in the room with all of her, you know, her millennial writers. And it's uh, that's that's where the, the show really takes off. There's one writer in there. Uh, I think her name is Irma. Like, God damn it. She is hilarious. So.
2: All right. I'll give it, a, I'll give it another try. <laughs> give it a, give it a so. third try. Another try.
3: Um, you know what I have been doing? I have been, I saw a trailer for a TV show that's coming to an end next, this, this coming year. Oh. And it got me sad. So I went back last night and I watched an episode, I watched an episode, of The Flash. I. Just oh. turned on. I, just had a, I I We still about the flash to time, We gotta we gotta tune back in. There's only nine episodes. We gotta watch all of them. Brad the bumper from the last. One.
0: I guess so. We'll bring the flash bumper back.
2: We, gotta, we gotta run,
1: Barry. Run, run.
3: It starts on February eighth. We gotta we gotta all can. We we don't need to know what happened for the last six seasons, but we gotta know how yeah. it ends. How it ends. Are they running out of fast villains? I feel well, they're like. Doing, they're doing Red pun? Death. They're doing Red Death this season. So they the haven't pro. run out of
1: fast villains.
3: <laughs> and Cobalt Blue, it looks like. That's what I heard. Just red Death and Cobalt Blue. I just, searched, I just searched the Flash on Twitter, and I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> and That's mm. what they were talking about. So that's, so I think, I think Batwoman is going to be Red Death though, not Bruce Wayne
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's all but confirmed.
3: Yeah, so we got to tune in. We got to know, can Barry run faster?
1: I mean, I feel like he can, but I'm not sure I need to know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like no one needs to know. Stephen Amell's coming back.
2: Yeah, yeah, the truck. Why yeah. Alex, have you I watched?
1: Know. Speaking of Stephen Amell, have you watched Heels yet?
3: No, I haven't.
2: You need I to watch Heels. Saying, Stephen I Amell, there's something mixed he, up, messed up in his head a little bit. Can
3: he really act? Like, I don't know if Stephen Amell can really act.
1: <laughs> I uh, well, he's good in Heels, and Heels is Michael Waldron. Ooh. He's the. Yeah. You loved Loki.
3: I did love Loki, but I didn't like Doctor Strange. Hmm.
1: But yeah, it's Michael Waldron. Heels gives you a deep cut into the world of professional wrestling.
3: Hmm.
1: You love wrestling? It's, in, it's enjoyable.
3: Is it, isn't it on like FX or Stars?
1: It's on Stars.
3: All right, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll check it out. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know.
0: Only if
1: you have
3: time. There's just so much TV. There's so much to watch. That's the problem. I I got like 20 things I need to watch.
1: Well, that's like why I enjoy stuff like White Lotus, because it was only six episodes. Now, they were hour to hour and 15-minute episodes, but uh, you can knock it out in a weekend. Yeah. Heels is 30-minute episodes, so yeah, you can knock, even though it's like 10 or 11 episodes, again, you can knock it out in like a... A Saturday, so that's true. That's yeah, I prefer true. those. Like, uh, Timber wants to watch Yellowstone, and I'm like, God, that, that's how many seasons of that shit are, is there? Like seven, uh, and there's five, like three. Yeah. yeah, but there's like three different series, isn't
2: there? No, three yeah, ones? there are three different series, but you can just watch the main ones, the best ones. So, if um, you like it, I mean. You like it. And it's only like 10 episodes a season, so it's not like
3: you're... just hard. To, you know, it's easier when you're catching things week to week, but once you miss it, it's just like, do I really want to go back and watch all of it? Like, I can do the week to week easier than I can do the binge. Binge just takes a lot of effort.
1: That's true. You got to set aside that time. You, you just, When you binge just like stuff, you can't watch... So, so you... You don't want to binge a, uh, a show that would take four hours, but you'll watch Glass Onion four times.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: That's <Best> commitment, buddy. <laughs> I,
3: so I, I, re- I like the jokes. I like them. <laughs> well, I like the jokes.
0: I love your commitment to Glass Onion, but uh, I want to see a little bit more commitment to the Podmen in 2023. We have I'll a goal. My... We have a goal, Alex, oh, of hitting oh. episode 200 by the end of this year.
3: What episode are we on?
0: I think 188.
3: So we just need to film once a month.
0: That's what I'm saying. Can you, do you think you can commit to that?
3: I think I can commit to that. I can commit to 12 weeks. All right. Of pod-mitting.
1: Here's a more important question, Alex. Uh, AMC popped up on my uh, app today, That uh, or no, yesterday, that uh, tickets to Jesus Revolution are available now. Ah.
3: They are available now. You can uh, buy tickets to go see Jesus Revolution. But my
1: question is, can I get free passes to see Jesus Revolution? <laughs>
0: no. No, you need a it <laughs> needs to rake in some money. No. We
3: need Damn to it. make a, we need a hundred million dollars at the box office. So, so go.
1: I Alex, I don't go, think that's happening. But
3: go 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 watch it.
0: Go get some uh, oh. well because I'm cranium juice from a well and sell it. It comes
3: uh, like a week after Ant-Man. There's nothing
1: else to go see. Go other than Ant-Man it. a second time.
3: Other oh. than Ant-Man a second time. But what would you rather see? Jesus Revolution or Ant-Man Quantumania?
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
3: That's the uh, question you had to post for yourself. Paul okay. Rudd or Kelsey Grammer?
0: Mm.
1: I don't know oh, if that you was
3: You need to quit while you're in. Yeah, you may want to quit
1: while you're in. Uh, <laughs> so what? Let me give this no free passes. That's what, that's what <laughs> you're me telling Let me just get me. this clear. No, <laughs> I, get, I,
3: I mean, if you have A list, there's a free ticket.
1: I am a list.
3: So you get. So there you go. There's, there's a your free, free ticket. Yeah. I gave you a free ticket. All right. That's a hey. It's a free ticket, is it not? It's true. I just gave you a free ticket.
1: I mean, well what are the kids gonna say? I
0: mean they're,
3: they're gonna love it. They're gonna love the movie.
0: <laughs> Especially if they have to pay for it. They'll or they'll yeah. they'll look forward to it if they have to earn it. <laughs> I'll make
3: them
1: use their own money. Yeah,
3: it's worth every penny. It's worth every penny. Hell, you may want to go see it twice. You may see it more times than Ant Man. Yeah.
1: You never know. I might just use my A list three times over the next week.
3: I mean, whether
1: I watch it or not is <laughs> is immaterial.
3: I've seen it seven times. Wow! So you know that means that means something. That's more some than no. Nope. Some some of those weren't by choice. Some of those were for work. But hey, I've seen it seven times, and I had a good time every time.
1: Alex, whenever you have to punch up a script, I would yeah. like you to use this question. <laughs> like whenever they're like, "Well, Alex, what do you think?" Here's your get-out-of-jail-free card. Even if you haven't read the script, it's who's the Han Solo?
3: There you go. That's a good question. Uh, I I, I enjoyed the script.
1: You know, uh, beautifully written, but I have one question for you. Who's the Han Solo?
3: I think think in Jesus Revolution, Kelsey Grammer is the Han Solo. Really? Well,
1: there you go. Didn't Kelsey Grammer audition for Han Solo?
3: Maybe. I don't know. What? I had no idea. I got no ideas.
1: Seems you know, probable.
3: Seems, seems. You'll have to go find out if Kelsey Grammer's the Han Solo in Jesus Revolution. Coming to theaters February 23rd, 2023. Buy your tickets now.
0: All right. Now, tickets and, on sale now. And it's with that, later. I think that uh, uh, closes out our first episode of 2023, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> We're yeah. once, and possibly our last episode
2: <laughs> of 2023, yeah, probably. Well, Brad but the, the Brad is ready to go to bed. It,
0: it's we're at the two-hour hour mark, and it is
3: almost, uh, I'm running it out is of tape. It's almost midnight. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: uh, I'm running out of tape. I've got two. Uh, you don't use tape. Uh, uh, yeah, this is all analog recording here. <laughs>
3: mm. Brad's got. I retro don't know about video. that. It's gone retro.
0: Yeah, gone retro. All right.
3: <laughs> Oh, no. uh, so
0: we only have like 11 what whatever 11 more podcasts to go before the end of the year and uh, yeah. you know uh, thanks for thanks for a great year last year for a couple of listeners that we've had. We may have picked up a few last year. Uh, maybe we'll can up. pick up a few more and Brian keep punching on that Instagram and I'll try to get my wife to like uh, things as opposed to just scrolling by them. I'll just
1: say this. I hope this wasn't the episode that Justine Bace- Bateman decided to check us out.
0: Oh. Hey, I liked her movie. I didn't say anything else. I just said yeah. that I liked her movie.
2: I like, I, like, I, I like her movie?
0: He just doesn't like her face. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I like, like her face, <laughs> but I liked her movie. If she had I, Olivia I, I, Munn's face, I'd be okay with it.
1: Justine, um, three out of four pod men appreciate what you do.
3: Yeah. No, not that- no, 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 no. It's no. more like two out yes, of four. Is. I don't know who Justine no. Bateman is.
2: Well, Alex, you may. you find it... her attractive, Brian? Brian, do you find her attractive now, today?
1: When I think Exactly. of a teenage. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Podman <laughs> yeah, I mean, pod Brian.
0: 15 <laughs> year old Podboy Brian. <laughs> Podboy Brian.
2: What about a 50 year old Podman Brian? And here's a piece Sitting of
1: Sitting on that shag carpet. Tell me. counting the minutes for family ties to start. She was a big part of that experience. Yeah.
2: Okay. What about now?
0: I'm sure the film she directed is top notch. It's good. You may actually like it. Um, Alex, what it's about, about the movie peak? industry.
2: Tell
3: you the That's my favorite kind of movies. Yeah, I like movies about the movies.
0: Yeah, you like movies about the movies, and again, soon enough, you'll you'll hate them as much as I do. But uh,
3: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll hate oh, the industry. Shit. Yeah, that's okay. All right, you'll learn one. Well, now that you're in your twenties, you'll learn. Now that i finally reached my 20s. All right. Two years in. Tape is running thin, guys. Uh, Hey, let's keep it up. 11 more episodes, and uh, we can do it this time. But until next time,
3: save it for the podcast.